Hello and welcome to BB on the Record, this podcast from British Bandsmen. I'm Mark Good, editor of British Bandsmen, and in this episode, I chat to conductor Russell Gray and cornet player extraordinaire Mark Wilkinson as they look back on an impressive performance and victory for Foden's Band at the 2021 National Brass Band Championship of Great Britain in London's Royal Albert Hall. The pair reflect on the performance of Bruce Broughton's heroes and the preparation of the piece, including the successful working relationship between the band, Russell and Mike Fowles, who undertook much of the band's work on the piece. Mark, who's occupied the principal cornet chair at Foden's for around 29 years, lifts the lid on his secret to flourishing in tricky exposed passages in a high-pressure environment, and discusses Foden's plans for the coming weeks and months. Russell, meanwhile, reflects on a very special weekend in the Grey household and began by telling me whether or not the sore heads had calmed down after celebrating a double success. Oh yes, yes. We got back actually um, on Saturday night. We were, we were mid mid journey by the time the results came out. Um, so we had a quiet night actually at home, and we celebrated a bit more with our uh, traditional Sunday lunch. And uh, we're just sort of sitting back today and recovering. If I'm not mistaken, Russell, it's a history making <coughs> achievement for spouses to both finish in the prizes at the nationals like that. How much do you both tend to? talk shop about the score or the preparations or anything like that or does the business of it all just get left in the respective band rooms we talk all the time about things and um marika suggests ideas to me and i suggest ideas to her and we both steal from each other ideas and yeah it works out really really quite well um i don't think there's another husband and wife team out there We've certainly seen brothers go head to head in the contest before, but I think this is the first husband and wife team. And it's not the first time it's happened either. We did it a few years ago when I was taking Reg Vardy and uh, Marika was conducting Milnrow. Your son Angus was present to see it <coughs> all happen. What did he make of seeing mum and dad conducting again at the, the Albert Hall both in one day? Well, he just uh, had an absolute ball. He loved it. Um, and he got to see backstage the, the workings of the contest as well while we were there. So for him, um, it was a great experience. He loves going to London. He just loves every second of it. Well, great news for Marika and everyone at Ratby. Congratulations to them all. Russell, let's take a look at Foden's. I heard you and the band in action at Regent Hall Salvation Army on Friday evening in the Curtain Raising yes. concert. And the band sounded really great performing Heroes. And then we all know what happened the following day at the Royal Albert Hall. How did you find the preparations and the process of bringing things together this time around? Well, the band's always so well prepared before I arrive. Mike Fowles does a fantastic job training the band up. So by the time I see them, it's almost a finished product and then all I have to do is just think of what I want I don't have to do any training or anything with the band so really the only limit is my imagination and pretty much once I've asked them to do something they do it instantly then it never goes it always sticks you mentioned that you work with Mike Fowles of course at mm. Foden's what is Mike like to work with and, and just how important is his contribution there at Foden's oh I, I can't put a value on it it's uh, critically important um, I've worked with Mike for many many years and uh, 
I've actually asked him to help me prepare other bands. He did some work at Leyland for me when I was there many years ago and total respect for him. He's got amazing ears. He can fix things and hear things that I can't hear. Um, so I was lucky this time round at the cost of poor Desford that had to withdraw from the contest earlier, that he was available to listen to the recordings that we made and uh, came up to the rehearsal and he had a real hand in what we did. So I can't I can't really place a value on having Mike at my side and, and working the band for the months that I'm, I don't see them. Looking around the stand at Foden, you have a very fine band there. It was mentioned at Regent Hall that Mark Wilkinson has been in place as principal cornet for something like 29 years, which is remarkable yes. and still playing so well. And there are others there with many years of service to the band Absolutely. as well. How much do you enjoy working with that band at Foden's? They're great. They're great to work with. They're so settled. They're very happy. They're very supportive of each other. They're very organised. I think they're one of the best organised bands I've come across. And they have real plans for the future and they, they look after the past and they, you know, they're, they're great, great team to work with. The test piece this time around was Heroes, music by the multi-Emmy winning composer Bruce Broughton. What did you make of the work? Of course, Bruce was present to hear it as well. Yes, he was. It was really nice to meet him. I think the work's very clever. Obviously, it's got its rhythmical difficulties. The time signature alone throws up all sorts of issues. The middle movement was beautiful, very melodic, um, but also very difficult to keep um, in tune. You know, the intonation was always something. Balance also was something that was had to be very carefully considered when working on the piece. But what a nice subject matter, the Apollo 11 moon landing um, to, to write a piece on. And other pieces have been written on the same sort of subject. Other pieces have a bit more, um, they're busier or more more graphic picture painting. And I, I got the impression that Heroes was was more about the characters of the, the three guys that went up there rather than the journey itself, the very the heroic essence of what they did. Um, so we enjoyed the piece very much. It's been a very strange 18 months or so, Russell, as we all know so well. You spend much of your time in Norway at the moment, and I know you've been able to do some more in the way of in-person music making of late, but did it feel like another major step forward, getting onto the stage at the Royal Albert Hall to perform? Yeah, well, I think we've all missed it, haven't we? We've all we've all missed live music making. I, I got a thrill out of the Friday night concert just talking to an audience. I was actually a little anxious <laughs> to feel that butterflies in your stomach um, after so long uh, was quite nice, I think. I think I was a little more anxious about Saturday than I normally would have been once, you, once you're up and running and in your stride. It's just another day at the office. But I think Saturday didn't, didn't quite feel like another day at the office. It felt like something special. <laughs> And quite right too. This was your third victory at the Royal Albert Hall, Russell. The first having come 16 years ago with Leyland on Eden. Yes. Is this a contest you particularly enjoy? To say enjoy, I don't, I don't particularly, this might come as a shock, but I don't actually <laughs> particularly like competitions. I just love the process of performing. The Albert Hall stage is a very special bit of real estate, isn't it? And uh, as a player, it always terrified me. So I'm full of admiration for people that can sit there and play like gods. 
but to stand there and conduct it feels very uh, comforting. I, I find that a very comfortable place to stand. I, I do enjoy that. I feel quite at home on that platform. So I think that helps. And, and also, you get a decent run of results. And, you know, if you get in the top six, you've got to be feeling quite positive about the place the next time you go. And um, now having won it three times, it does feel like I'm going home to familiar territory and I know I can do well there. So there we have it, the 2021 Nationals now in the rearview mirror, Russell. How are the coming weeks and months shaping up for you? My diary has gone from empty to rammed full. So once I go back to Norway on the 18th of this month, um, I'm then really solidly booked through till about the 23rd of December. And then it picks up again on the 4th or 5th of January and my diary's absolutely full to mid-May next year already. It's nice that I wasn't forgotten in the 18 months that <laughs> we, none of us were doing anything. So it's good to reconnect with old customers and uh, meet some new ones as well. Well, first of all, it was uh, it was great to be able to perform in person. It's something that we've all missed. We've been extremely active virtually, but you can't beat sort of the adrenaline of uh, playing in front of people. So to play at the Albert Hall in front of an audience was, was fantastic. Uh, the band were in good shape ahead of Russell's, uh, Russell's arrival. Mike Towles always does a fantastic job preparing the band ahead of uh, Russell uh, flying in from Norway. So Russell always starts on the Thursday, the week previous to the competition. Uh, we do a rehearsal with Russell on the Thursday. We then do a full day of sectionals on the Saturday. And then it's all the way, all the way through. And the, the, band, the piece tended to suit the band. And uh, we felt quite confident. The, the performances the week of had been generally quite consistent. So I think that consistency helped the bands perhaps feel a little more at ease on the, the contest stage. The set test piece for the contest was a piece called Heroes, music by Bruce Broughton, marking the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. How did you all enjoy preparing the set test piece? We enjoyed it. We thought it was uh, fun to play. It was uh, good to, to listen to, especially the, the middle movement. We thought the, the middle movement was uh, lovely, the way, just the way it was scored and uh, the interplay between all the, the various soloists. Uh, it tends to feel perhaps more like a, a difficult concert piece rather than a contest piece. However, there's still plenty to be able to, uh, to, test, to test the bands and, uh, and sort them out, especially the soloists. The night before the contest, Foden's entertained an audience in Regent Hall Salvation Army, and the band was clearly on form there too. Did having that concert get in the way at all or was it a positive thing to get the chance to play the test piece in front of a live audience? So originally the the concert, the Region Tall series, was arranged and run by uh, Philip Biggs and sadly when uh, when Philip Biggs passed uh, we spoke to the family to see if they were agreeable for Foden's to, to take on this particular concert. We always enjoyed playing at the venue when, when Philip organised it and that's why we wanted to carry on sort of his, his legacy. Uh, we think it's good 
to give the band an opportunity to run the piece out the night prior and just to get used to playing an audience again the day before the contest. Listeners to the piece will know that at one point it boils down to solo cornet alone playing a little cadenza passage. How do you approach sections like that, Mark? Do you have any tactics for trying to deal with the pressure in those moments? To be honest, I thought that particular cadenza was extremely demanding. It sort of covered the, the full range of the of the instrument. It is extremely nerve-wracking just being on your own after not playing in front of people for, for, for so long. My, my way to prepare anything like that is uh, repetitive practice. So as soon as the, the piece comes out, that's when I, I start work on it. And usually I would probably play each solo about 10 times a day. So when it comes to, to contest day, I would have played it well in excess of a thousand times. Hopefully my success rate is high. And <laughs> due to that hopeful success rate, that just makes and calms my, my nerves on the on the day. You've enjoyed this remarkable tenure in the Cornet hot seat at Foden's Mark, something like 29 years. What motivates you to keep at this very high standard and to continue to put in all the practice after all this time? Yeah. Uh, I still love playing. I, I enjoy going to band. I've still got a, a hunger to improve. Uh, I've still got a hunger to win as much as I can with the band. And I think as long as I still have those those feelings and I feel my playing is at the, the relevant standard, then uh, hopefully I should have a few more years left left in the tank. In charge with the baton, as you mentioned, during Foden's performance was Russell Gray. This is the second time Russell has guided Foden's to victory at this contest and the third time he's won the national. Tell me about your conducting team of Russell and Mike Fowles and the way they work together in preparation for an event like the Nationals. The, the partnership works extremely well. Uh, we've been with, with Mike for, I think, about 15 years. So Mike knows us well. Obviously, we, we know him well. He has a good rapport with the band. and He's extremely good at his job. He's extremely organised and he, he prepares us exceptionally well. The relationship with, with Russell is fantastic. Since Russell has been back with the band, we've won two nationals, two areas, and a third at the Open. So he's, he's just extremely musical. Again, he just has a, a good nature with the band. The chemistry between him and the band, band works. And I think all that chemistry between the band, Russell and Mike, and it enables us to have a, a successful partnership. I wouldn't say we're sort of like a, a normal band where we would have the same programme and would use it for the next 10 concerts. Each concert we do is mainly, whether it's, it might be an Arts Council funded project or a, another project that we're working on. So the organisation of everything is, uh, is paramount. So we have a rehearsal schedule that takes us up to the end of January, what we're rehearsing and when we're rehearsing it, just to enable us ourselves to have in our own practice to know when we when we need to have things worked up when we're going to be rehearsing in band. The preparation for the nationals is factored into that that schedule. And, and generally we would be working with Mike probably about three weeks on the piece prior to, to Russell's arrival. Great news. It's been a great result for Foden's band, a great way to hopefully take another step forward as we move through and gradually away from some of the difficult circumstances of the past 18 months or so. How are things taking shape now for the band over the coming weeks and months? Extremely busy. 
so a number of cancelled events from COVID have been been rebooked. We've got a, a number of new new events in the the calendar. So we've we've got a, a memorial concert, Fallon Littlemore, coming up. That's on the seventeenth of October. So the the music for that was actually chosen by Alan prior to his passing, and it's sort of a he's chosen that around various landmarks of his association with with Foden's. Uh, we're looking forward to Bassing concert. And then December is extremely busy. We've got a, a weekend in France. Fingers crossed that that will go ahead. And we're out every single weekend in, in December with either we're doing The Snowman, we're doing a couple of concerts with Matt Ford. We've got some normal Christmas concerts. So again, we've got quite a wide range of music to be, uh, to be rehearsing for. That's it for this episode of BB On The Record. Thanks to Russell Gray and Mark Wilkinson, and thank you to you for listening. Congratulations to Foden's Band on its victory at the National Brass Band Championships, and well done to all the bands that made it to the Royal Albert Hall stage, each of which had to overcome challenges, big or small, but which should be very proud of their work. Do get in touch about anything you might have heard on the podcast. You can email info at britishbandsman.com. You can enjoy a digital subscription to British Bandsman. It costs just £42.99 for one year. For the latest news and interviews, make sure you don't miss out. Go to britishbandsman.com and click on subscribe. As for this podcast, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Or just ask your smart speaker to play the BB On The Record podcast. Please leave a review if you can, the more the merrier. Join me next time on BB On The Record. Bye for now.